Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Joy, Joy, we're going to still filling in for Matt Sorais, but Matt will be back. Um, again, just want to extend our condolences. Certainly, we prayed this morning for uh, the family of Quentin Williams, who was uh, a state rep from Middletown, killed in a car crash last night, was hit by a, a driver going the wrong way. And um, so we just pray, pray for God's comfort for the Williams family and friends and colleagues. Um, uh, tough, 39 years old, tough, uh, tough way, tough, tough loss. Uh, 860-522-9842, taking calls, talking about the uh, the bottleneck over the speakership appointment in Washington. And I mean, I can see, I understand both sides of it. I really do. And, um, but I just feel like you know when when odds are against you in that in that overwhelming number, um, and and what really what really turned turned my my mind on that was last night. I saw Lauren Bopert on uh, Sean Hannity's program, and as you know, I am not a Sean Hannity fan, not because I, I disagree. It's probably just don't like him personally, which I think is a lot of what's going on right now in Washington. I think they just don't like Kevin McCarthy. Has nothing has more to do with personal dislike than it has to do with policy dislike. Uh, but she was on uh, Lauren Bopert, state rep Lauren Bopert, or, or representative from I think Colorado's Lauren Bopert was on, and uh, just just bombastic. I mean, just out of control, rude, brash. Um, totally, totally have no no like for her at all. If she's representing the other twenty. Then they're they're nineteen, and they're they they don't have a good case. Um, 860-522-9842. We're going to talk a little bit about the smartest and dumbest breeds of dogs. You might be surprised, but let's take a call here. Uh, New Britain, Andrew. Andrew, welcome to the show. Hello, Pastor. Good morning. Uh, amen to, uh, to your prayer. Um, I, uh, 
wanted to talk about uh, Kevin McCarthy uh, for a moment. Um, the um, first thing I'll say is uh, Kevin McCarthy is endorsed by Joe Biden. He's endorsed by Chuck Schumer. Uh, he's endorsed by the World Economic Forum. Okay, I, I, I probably don't need to go on. Well, you're leaving uh, one other person out who's endorsed him. Uh, Donald Trump also. Donald Trump. I, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. For for, uh, for for quite for other reasons. Uh, but I, 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 you know, the first six or you know, actually the first sixteen, I could I could tell you all all have to do with uh, you know him him being a compromised person. He's he's willing. He's a to politician, deal. Andrew. They're all compromisers. That's right. He, but he's willing <laughs> to deal with the pillagers. Okay, and he represents the group that time after time has betrayed America's middle class. Um, what's, uh, you know, as far as the majority of, of what he does, just take a look at Pelosi. You know, she spent her time uh, traveling, uh, visiting donors, you know, you know the, the, the fat cat uh, Democrat donors, whining and dining uh, in fundraising, okay? Uh, on, the, on the legislative side, uh, you know, the Democrats are, are always in complete lockstep. You know, there's that that black hand that governs them. OK, <laughs> uh, you, you, you know, and they and they all just, you know, a high, high, the hierarchy just just follow in. So until October, uh, you know, because, uh, you, you know, until the president budget runs out, yeah. uh, you know, and, and the government shutdown happens and not until October will any. Republican bills pass, okay? So until that time, all we can do, okay, is, 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 is pursue, uh, you know, prosecuting the Steele dossier, uh, for, for example. Uh, uh, release the January 6th videos, the thousands of hours of January 6th videos, investigate those hearings and use that as the cause uh, and, you know, and the evidence to dismantle the FBI and rebuild it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, that's, that's going to have to be the program. And Kevin McCarthy is not the guy to trust to, to do any of that. Well, I, I don't know how he can say that because he hasn't, he hasn't had a chance to even demonstrate that, but there's something big else that the house does have control over. And I think this is maybe bigger Jim Jordan will be the chair of the judiciary committee. That's gigantic. So, whether Speaker McCarthy wants it or not, Jordan will move these things forward on, on, on the legal side. But the biggest thing the House has is they control the purse strings. And if nothing else, they can slow down funding to some of these spurious Democrat projects that we can, we can hopefully kill until, until we win back the White House. So I, I think there's a lot that can be done. I, I don't like the delay. I don't like Kevin McCarthy's not my guy. I get that. But I think politics is about compromise. And sometimes you just got to hold your nose and, and vote yes. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know how else I'll describe it. Andrew, thank you for your call. I talked about this before the break. Scientists uh, have, have studied dog breeds. And one has come out, I don't want to offend anybody, but one has come out the loser. Researchers at the University of Helsinki in Finland put 1,000 dogs with 13 distinct breeds through a battery of cognitive, te- cognitive tests in perhaps what is the largest laboratory study of canine intelligence ever conducted between February, uh, March 2016 and February 2022. The smart dog is the name of the test, features 10 separate tests and measure traits like activity level, exploratory behavior, 
uh, inventory control, problem solving, logic, reason, long-term, short-term memory. And so they test them on all these things. 13 breeds included Border Collie, uh, English Cocker Spaniel, German Shepherd, Golden Retriever, Labrador Retriever, uh, several mixed breeds, and a few other, uh, a few other pure breeds. Uh, here's what they came out with. No differences emerge between breeds in the measurement of short-term me memory, logic, and reason, but different abilities were found in other categories like social cognition, um, inhibitory <laughs> control, spatial problem solving. And uh, who, who do you think came out last? Who was at the bottom of the pile of, of, of those breeds, again, that I mentioned? Border Collie, English Cocker Spaniel, German Shepherd, Golden Retriever, Labrador Retriever. Who do you think was at the bottom of the pile? That's, uh, that's a question we'll put out there for a little poll. Or who was at the top of the pile? I guess maybe that's even a better question. Uh, let's go to Kim. Kim, welcome to the show. Hey, Pastor Will. Okay. Uh, calling to beat you up a little bit. Okay. Uh -huh. Well, first of all, I'm going to give some background. So here you had on uh, Fox News, which is part of Murdoch's News Corp. Okay. And who happens to have uh, Paul Ryan on their board. So who are they working for? And so I saw the same thing you saw last night where Bobert, yeah. you know, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed for um, Hannity and for yeah. Fox News well. um, because he, did you notice right away? He presents a question like, who do you have? Who do you have? And Steve Bannon yesterday or a few days ago said, Watch for people who say, who do you have as an alternative? Because that means they're pushing their shills for McCarthy. And that's exactly what happened. He didn't let her talk. Well, why, why isn't that a reasonable question? She didn't question. even get to talk. Kim, she, Kim he, why, why he isn't who do you have a reasonable question? They, you that's want... not a reasonable question. It's here's what the history has shown you. Okay, so so a group, including Chris Roy, if you have, if you've done your homework, I told you, listen to Matt Gates and listen to Chris Roy's speeches on the floor. When they sent when they sent uh, concerns about the and, and proposals about the border, McCarthy buried it. When they sent proposals to to change the debt uh, to deal with the debt, he buried it. When they sent proposals about the repurposing the national security forces, he buried it. Okay, so he's not working for the American people, and he's not really working for Rep conservative Republicans. He's working for the Uniparty. So. Jim Jordan, you, you're going to be consoled by the fact that Jim Jordan gets one committee. It is an important committee, but... <laughs> Judiciary, say, oh, I'd say, so, yeah. So you're also saying, oh, the power of the House is, is the funding. Well, that omnibus, omnibus bill gave the power of the funding to, Na to Nancy uh, Pelosi for a year. There's nothing really that can be done, and there's no hurry. We need somebody better. By the way... The reason why Jim Jordan won't take it, and he won't take it until until uh, McCarthy's out of the picture. That's what Matt Gay said on the floor. Mm -hmm. Jim Jordan's perfect for this. He actually made a speech that told you why he's perfect for it. Jim Jordan did, right? Mm -hmm. And he said he won't take it. He has a fault, and that is he's too loyal and too nice a guy. And he won't take it until McCarthy's out. That's how mm -hmm. this is going. It's not... a they get you to focus on the stupid stuff. Oh, tw five or twenty against two hundred, big deal. That's a big number, right. Kim. Kim, don't, 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 That's don't, not please, important. don't, don't That's be what Kim. Kim, Kim don't be Lauren Bobert, okay? That's Listen a huge number. 
That's a huge okay, number, and the, the chances of that shifting are very small. Chip Roy said, this is our only opportunity to change the rules so that somebody can't bury important things that the American people need to deal with. What McCarthy was trying to do is he wanted the same power that uh, Nancy Pelosi took. For 200 years, apparently, there was that, there was mm-hmm. that power to remove the speaker. Right, right. And, and Nancy, Nancy Pelosi changed that. And he wanted the same power. But he's supposedly giving it up. But what's happening now is that's the start of the negotiations. This is your one and only chance to change the the trajectory of where we're going, where it's absolute power. The people have nothing. They don't want you to see it on the House floor. They're doing the deals behind the scenes. And you can get a lot of this information, a lot of information that doesn't come out on Fox News. You can get it on Steve Bannon's The War Room. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you this. They know the history on these people. So anyway, well, that's it. Remember, I, Fox News has got uh, Ryan on on their board. I, I think it's interesting, and and Hannity, and I don't. I'm not a fan. I've said this dozens of times. I don't like Sean Hannity. I'm not a fan of Sean Hannity. I rarely watch a show. The only reason I watched it, interestingly enough, is because I saw her on it. I saw Bo on it. I saw. I want to hear this because I don't know really anything about her, but I've heard she was good. And that was my same experience. I said, you know, I don't like really Hannity, but Bobert's coming on. I want to hear, because I guess she had a really good speech, and I wanted to hear what she had to say. Yeah. Right away, he's rolling his eyes, Hannity, rolling his eyes. They've yeah, got but, the but, amplifier but come on, on Kim. She him. came out. She came out. She wouldn't take a breath. She he just came out on the attack about. He was talking, 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 and trying to focus. Wrong question. He wanted her to focus on the wrong question. He didn't allow her to speak. And Pastor Will, you got the didn't wrong. Didn't allow her. He couldn't get in a word in edgewise. What are you talking Holy about? Holy cow. People need to look at that again. And I think you're going to find out. Please do look at it again. Says. Yeah. Yeah. Look at it again. He Right away asking the wrong questions. And answer me. Answer me. Answer me. And by the way, they amplified him and, and uh, suppressed her voice. So she came back and she couldn't speak as well as she could. And she's a good speaker. So I'm telling you, this. this I, I was not impressed biased. last night. I was turned off completely by her. I was turned uh, I off. I think by she was him. childish. I thought she was boorish. Um, oh my God! You've got the wrong messenger. By the way, people are already uh, presenting that on many other major shows. They're saying like Hannity uh, was ridiculous, and he didn't allow. I only watched it because I thought she would get the chance to speak, and he pre- he prevented that. But it's it's just like this, Kim. Kim, it's supposed to be a dialogue, right? You, the, right. the guest, That's something the host exactly. says, uh, she was filibustering the whole time, the whole time. No, she, she wouldn't shut up. She wouldn't be quiet for uh, more. Well, I, here's what I would like you to do: invite your audience to see if they can get the clip of that on the internet, and yeah. come back and say, was that was that fairly presented when uh, when he came out rolling his eyes, uh, presenting one argument that makes no sense. Um, and and he didn't allow her to speak. So numbers don't I, make I sense like to, to you. Is that, what you're, you're, is that what you're trying to promote to me? That numbers don't make sense. Uh, wrong question again. It's, <laughs> well, it's, I'm just saying. I'm okay, frustrated with Chip the Roy amount of time said, that we're as, losing. As Chip Roy said, this is your opportunity to change the rules so that the so that the people are but able. They have to changed rules already. Well, they they have changed rules. Okay. What other rules do they need to change? Give me a list. Let me see it. By the way, remember Zelensky and I presented one argument. You presented the exact opposite. Do you know what Zelensky is called in in the uh, Ukraine and Russia area and 
Poland. He's called uh, the 10, Godfather. 10, I don't know. He, he's called Ten Percentsky. Okay, because ten <laughs> percent of the Americans' money is going to him. Listen, I've and never. Said, I, I I don't think I, I I've never said that there wasn't corruption in the Ukrainian government. In fact, uh-huh. just the opposite. I said coming out of the Soviet Union, of course there is corruption. They're going to be corrupt for years. You don't just turn it off with a switch. Yeah, My point has I, never I, been I, about I, Zelensky and the government. My point has always been about innocent women and children being killed. I, I don't mean to bring all of the the uh, where I've been proven right, you've been proven wrong, between uh, what's going on in, in Ukraine, between Soros, between Syria, about the resource wars. Uh, I think I got a better track record. So please reconsider what you saw, and I invite everybody else to see what happened on Hannity last night. And, it, and I'm sure it's being talked out, uh, talked already on the other shows. And thank you, Pastor Will. I always appreciate you thank giving you, me an Tim. opportunity. I appreciate your Bye. I think I think what our listeners will draw conclusions if they saw the, the Hannity Volper exchange last night. I think they'll draw comparisons with with you and me. <laughs> I think that's what they're going to draw. Um, you know, sometimes you just gotta. I'm a pragmatist, honestly. I I just want to get things done. I want to be. I want to win. And and this is uh, what I saw last night was not someone who's standing on issues. I saw someone last night who was standing on personal disdain for. And I don't even like Kevin McCarthy. I'm not not a supporter. But somebody has to be the House leader. Somebody has to do it. And if they can get him out with five people, then I don't see what the the hurdle is, personally. But but that's just me. Let's go to – oh, no, let's – break or calls? What can I do here? All right, let's go to uh, Stafford and Jerry. Jerry, welcome to the show. Hey, well, you know, everyone's watching the Republican food fight. I I think – and Hannity and others are pointing this out, so I'm not original on this, but – we shouldn't lose sight of the fact that tomorrow is the second anniversary of the January 6th so-called insurrection, right? Yeah. And, and the heart and soul, the motive of the so-called insurrection was <laughs> election denying. Yeah. So who did every Democrat congressman and woman in Connecticut and all throughout this country vote to have their speaker, their leader in the House of Representatives? An election denier. Yeah, yeah. Think of it that for a minute. Yeah, and election no, you're right. denier you're right. you're is, right. is the head of the Democratic Party. Yeah. And I think, you know, any station that allows, you know, uh, uh, Rosa DeLar or anyone else someone should ask him that. How can you, with a straight face, say election denying is a crime and people should be punished and censored? And then you turn around and because the entire Democratic Party, everyone voted for an election denier. Yeah. Again, I think, Jerry, you know, you know the answer to this. This is all situational ethics. Election denying is wrong unless unless you're a Democrat denying the election. And then, then yes, you it, get a free pass. It, it, insurrection is wrong, except if you're in the Wisconsin State House trying to interrupt the uh, legislative proceedings. Uh, you know, eight or not, was it 10 years ago that yeah, happened yeah. when they were trying to pass some laws? And <laughs> and so it it's clearly and, and yeah. there's a we shouldn't let the food fight disrupt also remind people on the anniversary yeah. of january the 6th and the anniversary of the 6th where they, they issued a subpoena to donald trump and then they pulled it back because they don't have anything they don't have any proof that's that's the whole thing and these are the same people that wanted us to believe russian collusion same people always been impeached twice sham impeachments nothing accomplished he was not convicted yeah, it's just it's just crazy. It's the whole thing's crazy. The, the right? one thing I hope Republicans don't do is, re, with regards to the McCarthy food fight, is yeah. I, I always thought the greatest my greatest problem with the squad was that they didn't recognize that 
their job wasn't representing a movement. Their job was representing human beings right. in a fixed uh, geographic area called the right. congressional district. And as long as those 20 are saying this, we are doing this for our constituents because we feel that the border won't be closed. We feel right. that we'll have dozens more in our, each of our districts die from fentanyl because or hundreds more, or, or we'll have a budget deficit that a budget accumulated debt that at 30 trillion financed at rising interest rates is going mm. to collapse the rest of the federal budget. <laughs> it's, if they have principles that they feel that their constituents need to be represented, then then I'm okay with that. But if mm-hmm. it's just you know, well, we didn't see that last night. What we, what we saw last night was was Lauren Bulper, her absolute disgust and disdain for McCarthy. Doesn't like him. Doesn't trust him. We didn't hear any issues at all. And I uh, I, I, I saw most of it. The, the problem is the wrong guy to do the interview is Hannity because agreed. he also. <laughs> He's a filibuster artist. Oh, you know, my mom is a security guard. My dad's a dad. I work. I mean, I don't. I don't like Hannity. Like I said, I generally don't watch the show. I was surfing last night and happened to see her on. I said, okay, I'm going to stop here for her because I wanted to hear her, and I was very disappointed with what I heard. Yes, she she did not do a any kind of good job saying these are the issues. Mm -hmm. No, you're right, Jerry. I agree with that 100. percent Thank you. Hey, I got to run. Thank you so much for your call. Appreciate it. All right, going to take a call. uh, Commercial break. We'll try to fit a couple of quick calls in before we go to Jazz Shaw. So if you want to hang on, uh, Stephen and Jar, we'll try to get to you before we uh, go to Jazz Shaw. We've got a lot of good stuff to talk about with Jazz. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Back to the Will Marotti Show on WTIC News Talk 1080. Back 1039. We got Jazz Show on the line, but I want to grab a couple of calls quick and get everybody about uh, 45 seconds. Stephen in Windsor, go ahead, Steve. Real quick. Uh, I totally agree with the previous caller regarding Hannity's um, uh, uh, conversation with uh, uh, Lauren last night. Okay. Uh, Hannity's nothing but a verbal sledgehammer, a mental midget, and one who likes to pat himself on the back. If the Republicans are going to wind up in a tough, negative situation because of this, it all started when they blew the elections that they should have come out with better sure. results. Yeah. They have That's only no one to blame but the whole party themselves. 
You're right. That's a good point. And, and, and again, I'm not a Sean Hannity fan. I rarely, if ever, watch the same show. Thing on the state level, too. Yeah. No, I, you're 100% right, Steve. I, I totally agree with you. They're but always I, walking backwards. I, I, you and I just watched a different interview last night, but otherwise, well, other than yeah, that, you, I completely you gotta, agree. you got to turn the volume up uh, next time you watch Yeah, maybe so. Maybe so. Thank you. Let's go to uh, JR in Naugatuck. JR, welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, Pastor. Uh, I'll tell you. Um, uh, Last night I saw it. I, I have to say it. I agree with Kim's take on Hannity's behavior. Um, you know, I, I get so annoyed with Hannity. He, he makes you. Well, watch I don't like him. I'm not. A, I'm not a fan. I'm not a supporter. I haven't watched him for years. Yeah, he he makes you want to slam your fist on the table. He uh, he never lets anyone finish a sentence to answer his question. First of all, uh, they can never get to their point. He's the absolute worst, Pastor Will. I mean, you do the same thing with callers and overtalk with them, but never like Hannity. Hannity is like a uh, Hall of Famer in that, you know? Well, again, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of Sean Hannity, but I, I'm certainly not a fan of Lauren Bober after what I saw last night. But, Jr., I respect your opinion. Thank you for calling. Let's go to uh, Plainville and Brian. Brian, welcome to the show. Hey, Pastor Will. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Thank you. Same to you. Um, I wanted to get into a little bit about the speaker thing. I didn't watch the Hannity show because, honestly, I can't stand him. Yeah. But uh, I think this all goes back to some disagreements I've had with you. Not Trump, but this is why Trump got elected. Yeah. And this is why Samus Claritus couldn't get the nomination in this state. Because the history, the grand old people, the, the swamp, they will not change anything. And I go back to one point, and I'd like, any, I'd like you to, you know, if you disagree with me, let me know. Mm-hmm. When they put Paul Ryan in as speaker for Trump, mm-hmm. he was supposed to be a Jack Kemp conservative, correct? Yeah, yeah. What did he do? Blew the budget out of the water, and yeah, the Republicans' he, he, response Huge disappointment. Is, but the Republicans' response was, well, we had to give them to get this. How come when the Democrats are in power, they don't give? They don't give that's anything, why, yeah, well. That's, that's why they don't want McCarthy. That's, that's, that's a good point, Brian. That's a good point you make. I just, um, I, I just don't see... Looking at it, what, what I feel from a, a critical perspective, I just don't see how you're going to change that many votes. Do you and, know? And we could we could go on like 1850. We could go on like like this for a hundred votes and waste more time when we ought to be going after Democrats. And one more other. thing, I'll leave you on. Do you yep. know one of the things Kevin McCarthy has been fighting? And correct me if I'm wrong. Hmm. There's a seven-year balanced budget that some budget committee came out with. Yeah, doesn't want to touch that. Yeah. Why is that? I'm not surprised. He's a big spender. People? He's a big spender. He always has been. So I, I'm and not, that's why I'm not I don't surprised. care if he loses by five or 55. Can't be in there. All right, Brian. I respect your thoughts. Thank you for calling. I appreciate it. Joining us now on the hotline, weekendeditorhotair.com. I've got several of his latest writings I want to talk about, but maybe we'll ask him to chime in on the speaker thing. Get his, get his thoughts. I respect what Jez has to say. Jez, welcome to the program. Brother Will. Nice How's to see you. On the Happy New Year. Yeah, here. yeah. Good. Glad to have you on. First uh, first interview of the year for us. Um, have you been watching The Lunacy in Washington? Oh, yeah. I, I, I've, What's I've your take on it? I'm interested. About it, but uh, I'll just start off by saying I don't look at this as a total downside situation because okay. right now the House is not doing any stupid things. It's not damaging us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When they're not in session, they, they, yeah. they can't blow any more money. They can't yeah. pass any more stupid laws that the Democrats want. Yeah. You know, it's actually, you know, things are going pretty well for the moment. I, I, I realize they have to come back eventually, but uh, 
I, I'm kind of enjoying the show, you know. Sometimes. <laughs> it's, uh, um, yeah, no, it, I, it is interesting. That's for sure. I, I don't yeah. have a position on whether or not McCarthy should be the speaker. Uh, yeah. I, I honestly don't care. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think you're going to get somebody as conservative as they want in there because yeah, I mean, the GOP in Congress is not as conservative as the base is. They yeah. just aren't. And they elect a lot of people that are more moderate, if that's the word you want to use. And uh, <laughs> so I, and I also I don't know how this ends, so I won't take up a bunch of time talking about it. I don't, yeah. I don't see the end of this road right now. I don't know. I can't think of another name that's going to get 218 votes, so... Newsmax, uh, I got a, I got a, a, you know, text alert from Newsmax this morning. It said McCarthy made some deal, and he'll be elected speaker on the next vote. So we'll see. And, you know, the, oh the, boy, the House I can't wait to see what that deal was. What is the, oh What God. is the? But again, you know, I hate to say it. You know, as, as a pastor, I don't really have to compromise, right? I can, I can say what I believe and stand on it, and you know. Politicians have to compromise. Politicians, politics is not religion, right? You can't. You you you're gonna have to sometimes compromise to get things done. And I just I just see this as one of those things. But I agree. I don't want to spend a lot of time on this. What I do want to talk about is something we spoke about last week when I asked you a question: what What's going on with all the attacks on the power grids? And um and and we had one on Christmas Day in Washington State. Apparently, the uh, the the Perpetrators have been apprehended. Is that correct? Yes. All of our, all of our speculations about what it might be, domestic terrorism, <laughs> anarchists, the... all that stuff, turned out to be completely wrong. Out the window. There's a couple of bozos that, are, that were looking to rob some, uh, some stores yeah. while, uh, while they were closed for Christmas. And their brilliant plan was to knock out the security systems by dropping the power, the power grid down. And they didn't think there's such thing as so power backups for us? <laughs> And the well, they got the power back up within a day in most yeah. areas. Yeah, no, but I'm just but saying, like we have, we have at at our main facility, we have a power a power backup system, right? So, if 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 the power goes out, the the, end, the backup comes in. You know, <laughs> it's just like I went the game with the security this, system this probably has a power backup. Brilliant heist ever planned? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I, it was comforting for me to see that because I was concerned that you know maybe it was terrorism. Yeah, you know, who knew? But you know, I'm happy that it's a couple of uh, bonehead criminals that weren't very successful because they didn't really think through the unintended consequences. But it's all right, I guess. Yeah, and the way the way they caught them was interesting. We we don't have to spend all morning on this, but uh, apparently the you know those power stations tend to be in remote areas. So the FBI, they they got they didn't get good enough pictures to identify them, and they worked with the uh, communications companies, mm -hmm. and they tracked all the cell phones in the entire area during that period, looking for phones that were at the four locations at the time that the attacks took place. Mm -hmm. And because they're in remote areas and nobody was going to the power stations on Christmas Day, um, they only found two phones, and it was the two guys, and they happened to be roommates. And then they showed up at their house, knocked on the door, and they're like, okay, come with us, you know. <laughs> well, that's good. I mean, you know, I, I am. I'm relieved and happy to hear that that was the outcome as opposed to, you know, some other nefarious terrorist plot that was a test case to see if they can take take the grid down. Um, you know, my, my big, one of my, my I'm going to not say my, my only issue, but one of my big issues for this year is going to be, uh, the fighting back the, the transgenderism, the gender confusion, as it's being taught to kids. I don't care what you do as an adult. Right. I can't see it from my house. 
but I, I leave our kids alone. And I'm glad to see you've got an article here, just stated a couple of days ago, that Sweden returns to some sanity to the transgender debate. What What, what is Sweden doing that we ought to be doing? Uh, their National Board of Health, sort of the equivalent of our uh, NHS, um, just I finished a, a long and extensive review and issued a whole new set of guidelines for all the doctors and medical centers in the country. And they are basically putting an end to any gender surgery of any type and uh, hormones and puberty blockers mm -hmm. for anyone under 18. Mm -hmm. And the reason they're doing that is, and they were very clear about it, they listed their attempts to do a, a survey of all the studies that have been conducted to see what the long-term effects on children are of all of these procedures. Mm -hmm. And they couldn't find any. Nobody's done any studies. And they, they, they were very clear about that. No one studied this. And th some of this stuff looks really harmful. Mm. And now they are pushing for any minors who uh, report or complain, you know, have a complaint and uh, ha are confused about their gender and things like that, that they want to see a more psychotherapeutic approach, a talk therapy wow. approach, not, wow. not medicine or surgery. Well, you know, I shared this number the other day. We were talking about it. The, the, the American Psychiatric Association came out with their report and said that be, be legitimate kid, kids that younger kids that really truly struggle with gender dysphoria, which is still considered a, 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 a you know an emotional illness instability. Um, the real number is somewhere less than than less than half a percent. So let's say it's yeah. a half of 1% and you had 10,000 kids. That means 50 of them are having a legitimate struggle with gender dysphoria. So I've always said, why are we, why are we rushing to puberty blockers, hormone therapy, uh, surgeries? Why are we rushing to that with, with kids that are under 18? I don't, I don't understand it, particularly when the list of detransitioning people is growing. So, I mean, I'm thrilled that this is the way Sweden's going. Why, I don't see, I don't think I see us following that for some reason. Why, why should we not follow Sweden's results? Well, we absolutely should first. And you, you brought up a, a important fact up until only a few years ago it was widely accepted in the medical community that true gender dysphoria as you say occurs only in a tiny tiny fraction why are we seeing so many now i learned a new phrase this month that i had not previously been aware of Ooh. what we're dealing with is almost certainly what's known in the business as a social contagion that's where uh, the hmm. earlier examples of it is when you suddenly see a high spike in numbers of suicides in one particular area because somebody does it and then somebody else sees that and thinks, you know, wow, well, maybe that's the answer. And they might not have even been thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of kids out there as soon as they go in and they're being indoctrinated, not, you know, by their fellow students, by their teachers, in some terrible cases by the parents, saying, oh, well, Maybe I'm the wrong gender too. Maybe maybe mm -hmm. I should look into this. Right. And as soon as right. they as soon as they question it, then they get pulled in and indoctrinated. And and my point to that is that's exactly why I don't see why we don't treat this as it should be treated, a case by case basis, and not not introduce it. It's a you know drag queens coming to kindergarten, not introduce it to kids in elementary school. I don't introduce to any kids under eighteen. So I feel like it should. Where I'm going to try to get a bill introduced here in Connecticut, it has no chance of passing. But I want to get the bill introduced that would 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 cause the introduction to elementary school, middle school, anybody under eighteen, 
without parental consent. You cannot introduce this gender gender fluidity stuff without parental consent. If you do it, it's a crime. It's child abuse. Yeah, and I'm going to try to get that bill introduced like in, that in Connecticut. Already. Good luck with that in Connecticut. But yeah, No, I, no, I it has no chance that. in Connecticut. I just want to go on record, that's all. Uh, I mean, yeah. you see the situation in Texas where the dad – the dad does not want his little boy, uh, you know, being moved forward with, with uh, you know, puberty blockers, hormone therapy. And the ex-wife started dressing the little kid like a, like a girl at, when he was two years old. Right. And, and, and the dad loses to the Supreme him, Court. She's moving him to California. Right, which is a gender care sanctuary. Right. And over there, they can do it without the parents' consent. It's driving me crazy. I mean, really, that's going to be my. I'm going to. I'm going to repeat this issue more than any other issue. I believe in 2024, and, and you know, unless I'm fired, or whatever. But um, because I it, think it gets some attention, but it doesn't get nearly enough. And I'm glad to see you doing it because I. I think this really is one of the biggest crises we're facing because we're losing a whole generation of friggin' children. Yeah, we you're really absolutely are. right. And and we and our job is to protect the kids, not indoctrinate them, not turn them into, not turn boys into girls and girls into boys. One of my nieces is 15, and she came home and announced that she started to be wanting wanting to be addressed as they. And yeah, yeah, my yeah. brother-in-law is just hitting the roof. Well, I mean, listen, you, you, it's when it's when it's promoted and embraced in the public schools. Then I'm, and I don't know how you fight it. So I'm, I'm just going to do what I can do. I, I don't, you know, I'm not, I'm not naive to think I'm going to change the world, but maybe I can save one kid. Maybe I can save one teenager, help one family. That's that's my only goal here, because if this is a, this is a horrible, horrible thing that's being perpetrated on our children. Well, the good news out of that story, personal story I just told you, is my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law have told the family and announced they're running for the school board. Good. And that's what it's going to take. It's going to take a, a takeover of common sense people. So yep. I, I applaud them for that. I wish I wish more people would would take that on. Um, this is a bizarre story. We're talking with Jazz Shaw, weekendheaderhotair.com. This is a bizarre story. This this uh, you just published this yesterday, uh, having to do with a funeral home in Colorado, and they're they're dealing body parts. They're they're selling. They're selling. I don't. Even, how do you do this? I mean, I, I don't understand. What 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 was that all about? Yeah, I was unaware that there was a much larger than I ever would have guessed market for human body parts. Yeah, um, mostly for educational purposes yeah. and mm -hmm. you know schools and, and uh, colleges and stuff. Uh, and there's a lot of demand, and they don't get enough uh, voluntary donations. Yeah. And so this woman and her mother, who run a funeral home in Colorado uh, several years ago, decided there was a real opportunity there. And so families <laughs> would come to them and arrange for and pay for uh, cremation, you know, uh, to have their ashes delivered, you know. And instead of doing it, <laughs> they would give them urns full of uh, older ashes, cremains from other people, take the family member's body and start chopping it up and selling all the parts for very good money. And finally, uh, one of the newspapers did an investigation and a report, and the FBI showed up like a week later and arrested them. And, uh, yeah, but it turns out that the people who owned the uh, funeral home in the same building were running a body part delivery service. 
out of the same building. And it's like, well, didn't that look a little fishy? You know? No, no, no yeah, they, there. there were more than 500 bodies that they uh, they chopped up and, and sold the parts. You know, it's so funny that you, that this happened. You write about it because uh, a couple months ago, I'm flying back to Connecticut. I'm on a plane sitting next to a guy. Nice guy. We had a great conversation. Somebody who, who had, had gone to medical school, was in the medical field, but the company he was working for currently is a company that provides body body cadavers, I mean, full old bodies and body parts to medical schools, whoever, you know, everyone having that need. That's their business. That's what they do. They do it legally. And I was like, oh, my gosh, how morbid. I mean, I, 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 he's a nice guy. I, I, you got to work somewhere. But this is what they actually do. If you need a leg or you need an arm or you need, a, you know, a head uh, or you need a whole body, they, they arrange to have that uh, legally transported to you. I don't know. I, you know, I, I didn't think there was that much need of it, as you said, but apparently, <laughs> apparently it's well, a big Well, business. some of it's important work, and I didn't include this in the article, but do you know who one of the outfits is? That purchases whole human bodies. The FBI. They really they have they have an experimental facility. Actually, two of them. One in the north, one in the south part of the country, where to help um, educate themselves and their agents uh, in for, in forensics, they take bodies out and they put them in the outdoors in different conditions, in the water, in muddy areas, in dry areas, and they just leave them there. And they monitor them and watch how the body breaks down, watch how animals and insects uh, interact with them and things like that. And that way they gather all this data. So when somebody finds a body, they know what to look for if they have that experience and that training. Mm -hmm. And they can determine by like how many insects have shown up and what types or how much decomposition there is, how, when the probable date of death was. And that'll help Mm. them narrow it down and hopefully crack the case. So, yeah, yeah, there, there is some important work being done. But you don't take somebody's family member and do that without asking them. No, no. I mean, that's that's insane. And of course, I, I didn't dawn on me. Of course, it would have to be a cremation for you to even try to get away with it, right? Because you you don't have to produce the body; just producing ashes. So it could be it could right. be you know Fido's ashes for all we know. You know, we don't, yeah. I mean, and, the, and a the lot of a lot more was falsifying a lot of documents. You wound up getting twenty years, mostly wow. on fraud charges and. That's crazy. All right. Uh, hey, listen, we're out of time. I wanted to talk about one more story. Maybe we'll get it next week. The guy that's going to get sworn in on the comic book. I mean, it just it fits what's happening yeah, in Washington completely. So uh, anyway, hey, uh, happy new year again, Jazz. Thanks so much. And I uh, really appreciate your time. Have a great rest of your week and uh, hope we'll talk to you next week. Anytime, my friend and everybody out there. Stay strong. Keep fighting. All right. Thanks a bunch, bro. See you later. All right, that, that's uh, that's it. That's the last call of the day. That's the, that's the wrap up. We are out of time. Thank you so much, uh, Joey. Thank you, Matt. Great job today. Thank you, my crack researcher, LJ, giving giving me some great uh, great stories. Somebody said I got. I'll talk tomorrow about the dog breed thing. What's the smartest, the dumbest? I'll, really, I was surprised the dumbest of these dogs that were tested uh, by the University of Helsinki in Finland. So a lot to talk about. Stay uh, dry. I love you guys. Have a great day. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.